My biggest regret in my career doesn't involve calling my GM a cracker or showing up to Raiders camp late in a hot air balloon with frozen feet or throwing rocks at that UPS driver. And it definitely doesn't involve taking my shirt off and doing a victory lap around the Jets stadium mid-game while throwing up deuces. My biggest regret is that I'll never get to see me, Antonio Brown, play a game live. Sure, I can watch the game afterwards, but I can't imagine what that was like for you all to see something like that. Like watching the Beatles or Jesus play at Red Rock. That is from Antonio Brown, the greatest wide receiver of our generation. Absolute legend. Hey, put it on. Put your ish on. Pickens Pickens hit it yesterday, I think. Pickens is going to be a problem, by the way. Dude, he's a he's a problem. I saw somebody say there's no better person to fill Antonio Brown's shoes with the Steelers than George Pickens. I mean, it's the same guy. Yeah, like I, it worries me like drafting him in fantasy just because at what point does he just punch someone from the other team? Right. Like it's, just, it's not going to take very long in the AFC North. He'll no. be throwing haymakers probably the first division week there is. Yeah, that's definitely like the ghetto. Like, you know what I mean? You see the Browns on the other side of the street. Like, it's we're meeting in the middle and fighting. (laughs) Yeah, that's his. That is the most like hardcore division that there is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, every one of those teams have passionate fans, and it's just yeah. Feels like it's deep rooted there. And every year, every year there seems to be some kind of fight. Uh. I mean, the best one in recent memory to me was Miles Garrett and Mason Rudolph, and then the Pouncy Twins. You know? <laughs> How about in this statement from Antonio Brown, he goes through a paragraph of things he's done wrong, and he doesn't even mention recording his coach live in the post game. He doesn't mention drop kicking a punter. On a punt return. One of the most vicious <laughs> attacks I've ever seen. None yeah. of that's mentioned. What about what about the with the painter? Remember that whole incident? I don't know how you would like oh, say yeah. that in a PG. Yeah, you can't. Like I, I mean some I like that was a big stuff one. going on. Yeah. That was like just got swept under the rug. That was like R. Kelly and Deshaun Watson like together. Yeah, <laughs> For the worst. Weird, man. So weird. Just what, what a, a weird brain guy. he is. He has. To, I said it probably like five years ago. He has to have CTE. He ticks different. We have to start testing his brain now. He ticks different. I'm telling you. He ain't normal. Like him and Elon might both be just aliens. I wouldn't be surprised. And it is so sad too because like he was unbelievable. Dude, he, he was good. He was this really is all good. just going to tarnish like his legacy. He's going to be remembered as like the crazy guy. He's going to be like yeah. Kanye. Like, right. Early early Kanye was awesome. Phenomenal. And now he's known as like the crazy guy. Yeah, he's not known. Like yeah, he knows, you know, people say like yeah, he's got good music, but like you think of Kanye now, you're like, "Oh, he's psycho." You know. Like you ask you ask Bronx like who Kanye is. So he's like, "Oh yeah, he's crazy. He's that crazy guy." Yeah, you know he, he's not known for, you know, rapping through the wire. You know what I mean? With the fresh out of jaw surgery, just dropping a banger. Yeah, <laughs> but 
Yeah, it is unfortunate. But I mean, some guys, it's what that it's like their best and worst trait, you know? Yeah, it's being um, that that way. Yep. So, I don't know. I appreciate him. Oh, he's. I mean, they're both just straight comedy. Oh, straight yeah. laugh factory. <laughs> I've read that quote 50 times since it came out, and I just, I giggled the entire time. <laughs> like, that, that a human actually said this, that his biggest regret is he can't watch himself laugh. Like, he wishes, Antonio Brown wishes he was me so he could watch Antonio Brown laugh. <laughs> right? Right? Oh my gosh, that is so funny. But we, uh, well, I'll let you go ahead and get into your Boston trip because today will just be mainly a, like, topics. Not really, yeah. Not going to cover, uh, team total or, uh, power rankings. We'll save that for Thursday's show. So, well, uh, let's talk some personal life. Yeah, man. What we got going Um, on. So, Got up there Thursday, Thursday morning, came back today, um, didn't sleep much. I mean, it was just incredible. Like, the we, we went um, for the first, first game was Friday night. We got there, we got to Fenway, it was like a 20-minute walk. Walked there, tw- you know, got there about lunchtime, sat in the bleacher bar, watched them get the field ready for BP and, and all that stuff, and... Chase uh, went to buy a hat, uh, like while we were waiting on our food to come out, like right on on the street, and he saw Tommy Fam walking up and down the street, like getting hype. He had some like headphones on, getting hype, you know, like just in the street, like just stuff like that. I mean, it's just so cool. And then he goes and hits a walk off that night, which was cool. But um, you know, I'm gonna be honest, man. Like this this year, it was it was cool being a Yankees fan there. Um, because really anybody anything said to us you know you could just kind of point at that scoreboard over there with the with the leaders or with the uh standings and it was just kind of the the i'm rubber your glue right (laughs) i mean it it just was kind of awesome to uh, and you know the the yankees honestly have you know they've been super cold but um you come in one of the hardest places to win i would say and I don't know what they did tonight. I was I've been pretty much out of it all day, but uh Red Sox won. You know, I think it was three they, nothing. Every both games were super close that we were at and they Tommy Fan hit a hit a walk off, whatever. But Judge hit one completely out of the stadium. That was cool. Let me tell you something about Aaron Judge. To uh, you know, we'll start with this. We got there early enough to watch BP, of course, and Judge is hitting when we're in there, and I'm like, oh, man, watching Aaron Judge hit BP, like, he's about to just start, like, everybody better be on high alert in the outfield, you know, like, out on the street, and he hits, like, the most boring BP, like, just flipping top spinners over, like, the second baseman, uh, which is fine, like, I know a lot of great hitters that have done that. Like I've watched a lot of great hitters in college and stuff that just they just keep it simple and work work their routine. But so that was kind of funny. I just didn't think that he would be that guy. I thought he would just be big swing, you know, taking daddy hacks. But that was cool. J- Josh Donaldson was very much that guy. 
taking Danny Hex, like trying to hit the John Hancock sign in center field. Like everything was to center out of the, you know, over the fence, whatever. So it was, it was cool seeing them hit. I, I think I saw Aaron Hicks swing and miss in BP. So that was pretty fitting, uh, pretty on brand. Um, he, he got pretty, pretty heckled for that. That was, that was rough, but, um, you know, like I said, you know, we got to heckle some people. A lot of people chirp up there, which is fun. It's kind of like at an iron bowl, you know, like everybody's just chirping everybody and it's just, it's just like good fun too. I, I was surprised. Like I never saw any fights or nothing. Um, I thought there would just be nonstop, like just, they're just going to have like a rough and rowdy in the middle of the street. Like who's next? Like, just go ahead and get it out of the way. Uh, food was cool. I mean, obviously, like, there's just so many people. It was just a great time. Like, I had chills walking up the steps. And you see the green monster and everything. and It was cool. It was cool. And seeing the Yankees play, like, the way they carry themselves. Like, the judge just is just, you can just tell he's different than than your average Joe. Like, he's just looking out in the stands and everybody's flipping him off and you know, he's just unfazed and I, I, it's, it's cool. It, it, when you're like that close to to all those guys and you see kind of how they react and deal with crowds, like you could just tell, man, like how different it is to be a pro, um, than just, you know, just in college, you know, you see dudes that get, you know, heckled and fold like a lot of those dudes just, it's just another day, you know, literally just another day at the park. So, Pretty pretty cool. Yeah, I feel like the like Freddie Freeman's to me. Every time I've seen Freddie Freeman take batting practice, he's the same way. Where he just kind of yes. like just works on stuff like peppering in the left center. Like he's not really trying to right blow the ball out of there. When we went to Yankee Stadium, it was it was actually like three days after Judge hit went off the scoreboard during batting practice. Which yeah, is yeah, a moonshot. And he was doing the same thing. He was just kind of peppering some. He he pulled a couple out, but the people that were hit him the hardest and the furthest was Jacoby Ellsbury and Brett Gardner. Right. Both of them were letting it eat. You're right. Which uh, we ended up hitting a Jacoby Ellsbury home run ball, and it nice probably could have broke my hand. But <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, you know some dudes are just different. Like they just it's such a craft. Yeah, like they've just they know exactly what they need each day to put themselves in the best position. Right. Yeah, definitely. It, it's I mean, it, I just like, you know, like seeing Tommy Pham like just out and about, you know. I mean, it was it was probably like two o'clock, you know, so he'd probably been there maybe for like an hour, probably got like in a hot bath or something like, got you know, some massages and, and got some treatment on some stuff. And then he probably was just like, hey, let's. Let's just go like bounce around, you know, because it's cool. Like, I mean, even even that early, you know, there's plenty of people on a Friday just kind of out chilling, um, you know, because we were, I mean, we were sitting at that bleacher bar like right there on the street, and there's a the Caskin Flagon is like right across the street as well, which is a, a bar on the corner, like a little restaurant kind of deal, and everybody's just sitting out on the street, and you just see Tommy Fam, like nobody even like really acknowledged him. Like he just was kind of doing his thing, and like it's just business is normal. Uh, I don't know. Pretty pretty cool seeing stuff like that. Um, 
you know, just, they're just normal. At the end of the day as well, like, they're just normal dudes, you know? Like, just probably listening to the NBA young boy just getting lit. They're probably, he's probably listening to the CNB Sports Show. That's right. He probably was. We were, I'll, I mean, I'll hype up Tommy Pham. Should have hollered at him. Mean, I know. Yeah, Chase, Chase. He's like, dude, I just saw, I just saw Tommy Pham. That's sick. You can get a picture with him. Like, it's probably one he wanted. A little notoriety. Ask him to be in our fantasy league. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> um, I'm on the uh, I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum over here, where I've been at home with no air for a day and a half. Living the dog life. But and I'm just too stubborn to where. I feel like every, or like probably 70% of guys are this way to where you just refuse to pay somebody to do something where you just feel like you can figure it out. I've never looked at an air conditioning unit until today. Yeah. And I have it all completely taken apart. And I worked on it probably, or looked at it and watched YouTube and was unscrewing parts and screwing parts back on. And probably after about six hours of that, I finally said, okay, I've got two groups that I can go to when something breaks. It's usually our group. You're in one of them. And then yeah. another group with Chad and Devin. Usually, I can fix it between YouTube and those two groups. Right. And uh, Chad ended up coming over after like an hour of us talking. And he looked at it for probably two hours. He couldn't figure it out. So then he goes, all right. He actually got electrocuted, the poor guy. Dang. Which I felt awful about. But... So then he finally said, okay, uh, I'm going to call somebody. So he called another guy we graduated with. I haven't even talked to this guy since. I've talked to him once since we graduated. And he just, he came right over. He was like, all right, I'll be there in like five minutes. And he showed up. He knew exactly what it was within five minutes of getting there. And he's like, I'll be back tomorrow to fix it. So if you're in school right now, just be nice to everybody that's around you. That's right. Because those people are going to end up being your... You know, everything you need, those people are going to end up being. Oh, yeah. And it's all about, yeah, you never know who you're going to run into, who who your boss will be one day. Like, you just never know. So always always be nice to everybody. That's kind of how I've always tried to be and how I was raised. And, uh, yeah, just always try to be nice. You never know when you're going to need them. If he fixes it tomorrow, it'll save me probably about 250 bucks. Yep. So, this, uh, I mean, a huge help. It's good to be a good person, too. Oh, yeah. Like he's yeah, it just makes you feel good. Taking care of me. That's right. But, yeah. so what was the, what was the temperature up there? It was chilly. Was um, 50s? No, I don't know. It might have gotten the 50s at nighttime, but during the day, I mean, it was like a nice 70. Like, it was just very light air. It felt like a like a Saturday in October kind of deal, you know, like you would have been comfortable in pants, you know, comfortable in shorts, just light air, you know, just, just, uh, like the sun was out and, um, you know, it was just a nice day and we were kind of on the nicer part of town, like over kind of by Harvard and, uh, Boston university. So, you know, it was just very chill, like suburbs kind of vibe. And it was cool. It was a cool, cool spot. You know, I, 
I've talked, you know, I've talked a lot of trash about about the city of Boston and the people that are that live there and that are fans, and you know, most of that probably still stands. But my my personal experience there was was uh, ju- just fine. I mean, ten out of ten, really, it was cool. Yeah, that's what we talked just a second before we started recording. But it's just a sports town. Like I feel like yeah. we're gonna fit in, or it's gonna be interesting to us to go to any of those big sports towns just because like people up there are just different especially like northeast like you go to new york or boston it's sports 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 like i bet pittsburgh's probably the same way and just a whole it's a different vibe when everybody's like rooting for the same thing Mm mm-hmm that's right we uh had some big news come out with Fernando Tatis being suspended for performance enhancing drugs while he was hurt. Right when he's fixing to make his comeback, he gets an 80 game suspension. And it's just yep. like, is he going to get, he is a generational talent. Is he going to get in his own way? Yeah. Right. And I know like a lot of people on his team are really mad at him. You know, publicly. What rightfully so. I mean, at some point, you have to grow up, like, and be an adult. You have to be a pro. And, you know, yeah, you might need, like, a mentor to kind of show you the ropes. But, like, at some point, you got to do it for yourself, too. Like, you just got to say, all right, man. Like, it's time to buckle in. And this is my job. So. Yeah. And I've heard some I've heard some weird things about the, the story, too. You know, they, he said, I think he came out and said that, it was something about ringworm or something, but there's one. I saw this guy break it down as a doctor, and there's a. It's two very similar names. One of them is an anabolic steroid, and the other one is just like a regular steroid that you know you get from your doctor to treat like a rash. And he was caught taking the anabolic steroid, like it wasn't to treat skin, like a, a ringworm kind of deal. It's so like he, you know, probably just made that up. Was yeah, was mis- he was misinformed if he actually did come out and say that. And, uh, you know, thought he could probably get away with it. And, no, like, that, that's not how that works. Which it didn't sound, he, he took the blame for it, even though, you know, even if he is saying he was misinformed, he still took the blame and said he should have done better research. But, you know, who knows? Yeah. And a lot of people forget, too, he's missed this entire year because... He crashed a motorcycle in the offseason. Yeah. Right. Like it, it this isn't like he has a baseball injury is why he isn't playing. He's he's taken a, a year and a half off of his career by himself. Yep. So I don't blame guys like Clevenger or guys like that that went to San Diego or like Machado should be pissed. Yeah. Like Machado definitely. don't have many more years left where he's yeah, gonna he's compete. Running out of time. So I don't blame I mean, him. The, and like the G, you know, if you're the GM, like, or the owner, manager, I mean, anybody in kind of any kind of leadership, like, I mean, you're kind of thinking twice, like, hey, man, you know, we just we just sold a lot to get, or we just, you know, and bought, you know, we kind of gave away a lot to win now, and which I know they'll have, you know, they they'll have a chance to sign Juan Soto. You know, I could think they have him for two years right now, but. Year and a half. Like let's like let's go, you know, like it's time for a serious sit down. Uh like what are we gonna do with him? You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Because, um, I mean, he's a guy you could get a lot. You could get a lot for if you just kind of wanted to move on. You know, it might be dumb in five years if he does grow up, but like, does, will he ever like not get in his own way? You know what I mean? So, I don't know. Something to Which think. They've about. already signed him. He, I think he's locked up for fourteen years. So really, yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah, I forgot. I about think he's that. in his second year of his of a fourteen year deal, which. God. So I mean, you're stuck with him if he doesn't grow up. This could be tragic. Like this could that's wreck the rough. entire franchise. Yeah. That's brutal. Um, another thing I had. So what? You saw, the legendary. Isaiah Connor Falefa hit his first home run as a Yankee. Laser. Which is, it's insane to think about. He plays in Yankee Stadium. Yeah. This is his first home run this year. That's I did not know that. It's August. I, really, I actually mentioned I really it to my dad, like, seriously, like yesterday, I think it was. Or two days ago. Right before, the day before it happened, I said something to him about it. Because I'm tired of watching him hit. Like, he's... He just doesn't have the juice. He barreled up a ball while y'all were there in left center, hit it with yeah. everything he had, squared it up, and it just they gets tracked down. down. Yep. Like, I'm tired of, and he's not playing great defense. He's he's not really a shortstop, or he hasn't figured that out. He probably needs to go back to third, but he's, they don't need him there. When we when we were watching him, man, he he was making some plays. Like he made that one backhand double play that not a lot of people make. Um, he was kind of like caught in an awkward awkward spot and still got it, got it out quick and um, it, I think he kind of brings some value in different ways though like he you know obviously hit the home run you know he doesn't do that a lot but like he is a pretty good bunter Ever. like he bunts in situations where we got first and third one out he got that run in I mean that's huge you know miss you miss uh, execute that and it's a double play and like. Yankees probably lose that game. Yeah. Um, so I mean, he kind of he kind of like took over, which I mean, it had to be somebody just because it's been like they've been so cold. Um, I don't know. He he had a I don't know. It's tough because I was just there and watched him play really well, but obviously he yeah, that's his best lot. game of the season. Right. Yeah. He he botches a lot of plays, and the Yankees have. Oswald Peraza, who is just sitting there waiting, like he's crushing the ball in AAA. He's—they've already said his glove and his arm is MLB caliber. So, like, yeah. I guess I'm hoping that they're waiting on September call-ups. They call him up, and it's a Randy Arozarena situation where he gets called up, and then he just never comes out of the lineup. IKF yep. moves to like a you know defensive sub if you want to do that, or you know late game bunt something like that right but yeah. he just I don't know I just don't feel like he fits yeah no I'm with you um another guy that is like super frustrating and it's it it's frustrating in two ways cause he strikes out so much it's Josh Donaldson he strikes out yeah, so much but like then you look at the box score and he got on base twice, but he has the other two times he struck out and it like wasn't even like a competitive at bat. And I'm like, come on, bro. And he didn't he didn't really have that much range anymore. Like that I hate to say it, but like that ball that Tommy Pham hit, like off the end, down the line, I'm like, 
God, I mean, come on, man. I'd really like you to get a little bit of glove on that, but it is what it is, whatever. You know, it's that's a play. Like, you make that like you're a Yankee legend for the rest of the season. You know what I mean? But Yeah. It was right on the line. Know. Like, that's yeah, tough. I, it's, yeah, it's tough. I just, it's, just frustrating. it's just frustrating to see, you know, when you're – I don't know. It's just, I, it's just something I thought about. I, uh, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, Donaldson but watch, to me, watching him, of... watching him strike out, man, it's just so frustrating. He just doesn't has no two strike approach. Like he's trying to hit it a mile every swing, which is fine, man. That's fine. That's the game now. It's just it's just tough to watch sometimes. It is. I I know a lot of guys like they just don't have that two strike approach at all, and I don't I don't understand why. Like. It's the game, still. Yeah. You know, you think you, I'll give you, you know, your first two swings are for you. Try to blow the ball out of there. After that, it's for us. Like, you need to choke up, get on the plate, and try to draw a walk. And yeah, so many guys don't do that. And Donaldson, that's why it doesn't bother me, like, watching him strike out twice a game anymore, just because I'm just so used to it. Like, he's right. hitting two, 230 on the year. He's playing, you know, solid defense. And he just is what he is. Yep. The one dude that think just thinking about third baseman and honestly like love watching this guy play is Devers. I mean, he has no two strike approach, but he also hits three hundred. You know what I yeah, mean? It's like, a little different. It's different because he swing out of his shoes and hurt his back and hit it. You know, spray one down the line and he didn't even know where it went. It's, I don't know. He's he's crazy. I, I wish I could have watched him hit BP. Um, yeah, and that's kind of like a pet peeve for me. Um, you know, I want the full experience. I want to watch both teams hit BP. I'm a I'm a nerd, and I can't. You can go the gates open at you know 90 minutes before you watch the last two groups of the Yankees hit. Open that puppy up. Let me let me go watch the home team hit BP too. You know, I hate that. Drives me, drives me bananas. I don't think Devers would really be a impressive BP watch though. Maybe for somebody that's like in it. Like I don't think a casual would have fun watching Devers take BP. Same right. way, like you said, the way Judge was doing it, the way Freeman does it. I just don't think yeah. he would be that guy. Yeah, probably Stan, like Stanton, like Acuna, like those dudes that. Um, that's all I know is. It's just smacking that ball, like just yeah. swinging hard. I just think uh, Devers is more Devers. like, I don't really know the word I'm looking for. He's just a weird guy. I love watching yeah. him run around. It was even funnier. You know, like you used to say I had like a weird trot, but I feel like he has the funniest little weird, like little kid trot. Like he just, like he everything like is so, kid. He runs like up on his tippy toes, like a four-year-old that just learned how to run, you know. And he does like the little two, the two hut, the two-foot hop onto the plate when he hits a home run. Like he's just so fun. It's just hilarious. It's hilarious. It cracks me up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a stud. There's no way around it. Even oh yeah, as much as I hate Boston, I can't hate he's on so that guy. Good. He's so he's good. He's unbelievable. And I think it. I want to say it was you that said. Uh, Something about we were talking about. I wish I could see Garrett Cole pitch in Fenway just because it would be hilarious. Like the heckles you hear, you know, and you know everybody chanting Garrett at the same time. It's just you know it'd be it'd be funny. And 
uh, I think you said like, yeah, man, it'd be awesome to watch um, Garrett Cole throw live BP to Devers <laughs> or something. Which is what it is. Like, oh my gosh. We had some more news this week with uh, John Calipari and Mark Stoops getting into it. Um, a lot of the local SEC people have been covering this pretty well. And uh, John Calipari, just, I guess he's trying to use his voice to get him a new practice facility. <laughs> so he basically just says, you know, Alabama's a football school, Georgia's a football school, Kentucky's a basketball school. And it that rubbed Mark Stoops the wrong way. He, Calipari said, no disrespect to our football team. I hope they win 10 games and go to bowls. But this is a basketball school. Mark Stoops replied, which Mark Stoops has stood his ground. He has yeah. dug his feet in. He just said, I stay in my own lane. You don't take shots at me, but once you do, I'm firing back. He right. says, when you start talking about mine and people I compete against, I'm going to defend my players. Don't demean and distract from what we've done to get to this point. So, if, and the AD is not happy about this either. Yeah. If somebody goes, do you think Calipari gets axed? Or do you think he has that much pull? I think he's got that much pull. I think it comes down to like, they'll have like, I think it'll be like a a deep discussion though. You know what I mean? Like it's not going to be like some fake apology at the media. Like the AD is going to bring every, every party in and like, we're about to, we're about to settle this like here, here and now. That's what it has to be. Which, you know, Calipari is one of the best college basketball coaches there is. He's only won one title. Right. At Kentucky, at least. He, you know, which to me, recruiting classes counts in how good of a coach you are. You know, Nick Saban may not be the best X's and O's guy, but it's his job to go get those five-star guys in. And that's what Calipari does, just as good as anyone. But how easy would it be for Kentucky to go get another big-name basketball coach and plug-and-play there? where they can't do that in basketball i mean in football right mark stoops is what mark stoops has done for kentucky and football isn't replicable like yeah, i don't know anybody could go there and do that he got it out the mud dude like out the mud they would have to get like just some low-key mid-major guy you know what i mean like or a or a coordinator somewhere and they're just like kind of like underrated you know nobody really knows about them and then like build it up like that I mean, you couldn't get a, you know, like if, you know, I don't think he would move on, but like you couldn't get a Jimbo Fisher there or, you know, something yeah. like that. You couldn't get Hugh Freeze there. Um, I think in basketball, I think they could offer the bag at a lot of these guys. And I feel like there's yeah, a, you know, it's more spread out in basketball. You can find a yeah. major guy that can go win it all. At right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Or you can't. You just can't do that. To me, all honesty, I think Calipari goes before Mark Stoops does. You think? You think he leaves though, or do you think he I gets think cut? That if I think if it was push come to shove and they said, you know, we can't settle this, one of us has to go. I think Calipari is who goes. 
just yeah. because I think what Mark Stoops has done is you can't replace that to where Kentucky is kind right. of a basketball school, but also right. you'll basketball only makes like twenty five percent of the money to where football is making the other seventy five. So who yeah, are you going to keep? Right. And that's, that's that a good is point. Just crazy to me that like I, uh, let me ask would be on the chopping block at Kentucky. Yeah. Right. Well, like you said, I mean, what have you done for me lately, though? You know, nothing. Yeah. Uh, what about this? I saw somebody tweet it. Um, what would you? How would you feel? Say Harson just you know, six and six. You know, five and seven average year gets gets cut. What would you feel about them going after a a Mark Stoops? I would love that. Yeah, because he's shown That's, he can do it. Yeah, he's kind of tough too. Like, I feel like he'd be, you know, he's he wouldn't be intimidated. Like, because he's obviously he's not, you know, he's not his brother or whatever. You know, he's not Bob. He's not Bob Stoops, but like he's still a big name. You know, he's still. A, People know who he is, you know what I mean? And he wouldn't be intimidated by boosters or anything like that. Like, he would come in and do it his way, and you're going to like it. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like Brian Harson coming in telling people what to do, you know, because he didn't have any of that notoriety or respect yet. But a guy like Mark Stoops comes in, a little different. Yeah. And I feel like I've always been the guy saying that for Auburn to be successful, we can't try to out-recruit Alabama. Out-recruit Alabama. We have to find, right. you know, the the money and the crumbs. And I feel like Mark yeah, Stoops yeah. is that guy. I yeah, feel definitely. like Harson's that guy, too. He's just yeah. going to need some more time. And right. Harson's a guy that don't back down. Like, the boosters literally tried yeah. everything they could to get him fired this offseason, and he just said, I'm not leaving. I'm right. not even coming home to talk about this. I'm on vacation yeah. with my wife. Y'all figure it out. I love it, too. I like that. I, I mean, that's what that's what Auburn needs. That's kind of how that's like, especially as a football team. Like, that's how y'all are. Like, y'all are tough. You know, t- like a tough team to beat at home. They like a lot of pride in your school. Like, I'm out here saying it with my chest. You know what I mean? Like, hard work. Kind of. You know. You know. You know how. You know what I mean? You guys know what I'm talking yeah. about. That's how. That's how it is. Um, like that's why I always thought Gus was like a weird fit. It's just kind of. Kind of a nerd, yeah. But he, I mean, he, he definitely worked, he was. worked for his time. He worked going for his time. from Gene, from Gene to Gus wasn't bad. But like, if we went to right. Harson, and then, like you said, maybe Stoops, and then went back to somebody like Gus, that would never work. No, like I think that ship is sailed with the nerdy guys. Yeah, that just just messes up your whole culture at that point. You know, that's like where. That's like the stepping stone, you know what I mean? Like it's it's the the stepping stone to get to that hard nosed guy that kind of like the nerdy guy kind of set up the culture and you know I don't know because he kind of I mean he got like the fans into it more you know I I feel like it's more like the basketball team was involved now and baseball teams involved like it's more of like a you know all in kind of deal like that was all community yeah kind of built it all built it all back um so i i don't know i i still think that auburn will be in a better spot this year than what people think i think they'll still be they'll still be decent 
I think TJ Finley getting arrested helps Auburn a lot. I hope yeah. they keep him. I mean, no offense, TJ Finley, on a personal level, <laughs> but I hope they keep him in jail until bowl season's over. Right. Just because I don't want the chance of him being my starting quarterback. Right. Yeah, that's rough. You know, but who do you, who do you think gets the starting job? Have they announced anything? No, I don't think so. I think it's going to end up being Calzada. I mean, I think he's going to end up being a safe pick, which I think he's. I think he's average. You know, I think he's better than. Yeah, I think he's better than Finley. I, you know, all we needed was an average quarterback last year to be Alabama. Literally, right. I mean, a forty-five on Madden, we could have won that game. But instead, yeah, seriously, TJ Finley. It, I mean, so, they, that was one of the worst games Alabama's played in a long time, like execution and everything. I was um, ready to like on cut both my sides wrist. of the ball. Yes, sitting there watching that game, and then you see people on Facebook saying this is the greatest Iron Bowl of all time. Like, yeah, I cannot tell you how many people said that because it went to six overtimes. That was two of the worst teams I've ever seen play football on that day. It was so bad. It was so bad. So bad. I mean, you you take that team to I don't, I don't even know. I, who, somebody just mediocre like take them to IMG. Both of those teams <laughs> get beat. Getting beat. They're getting beat. Hoover High School beat. in early 2000s Hoover High School beats both of those teams. Oh, but it's dude, the it's so the greatest bad. Iron Bowl of all time because it went four overtimes. Like no, tough. Both watch. of those teams stunk. The defenses weren't even good. That's like that's what's crazy. Like it would be like both teams drive the field and then make a mistake, and we're just we're everybody's sitting here like, oh my gosh! It's like sitting there watching two bad high school football teams play. Yeah, oh. Auburn had the game won if. Tank just stays in bounds. The game's over. Now instead, he the runs dri- out of bounds. The drive, the drive at the end of regulation was electric. Yes, and it kind of cool. saved it. But but that's it. I mean, that's the only highlight you see. You don't even see the 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 game winning route or the game winning you know two point conversion that much. Like it, it's all about that drive. All you see that game was four hours long, and all you see is the. <laughs> Final drive of regulation, and then you see the Alabama players doing the crane at the end. That's all <laughs> anybody shows. Oh my gosh, man! But we had uh, one more headline, which was Cheeto Vera knocking out Dominique Cruz last night. It was unbelievable. He kind of set him up the whole fight, throwing the right, seeing Dominique Cruz keeps falling real hard to the right every time he throws the right hook. So he throws it, throws the left roundhouse kick hits him right on the button and he just collapses it was like cheeto vera is he's must watch tv especially if you get him for free like it was last night he is just he's so precise he's got so much power to be so little and i mean he's one of the coolest calmest guys in the ufc so I'm sure he'll end up. He'll probably fight again in like December, if I had to guess. But you yeah. have. He's gonna be on a a main card next time because they're not gonna give you two Cheeto fights for free back to back. Yeah. 
But other than that, uh, we're going to open up some more things for the viewers to get involved. So we're going to start a movie review segment. So y'all comment, y'all message us. Probably comment would probably be the best. Yeah. And we'll we'll find a movie because one thing, I haven't watched enough movies. Like I guess my ADD, ADHD, whatever it is. Right. I don't sit and watch very many movies. Same. So I need to make myself sit down, watch a movie start to finish, then me and you will get on here, talk about it. And then I feel like it's just an an easy way to get more people involved with something that's not necessarily sports. And it doesn't have to be something on that's on Netflix right now or, or I mean we you know, there's a lot of different ways to watch movies. Like, you know, if it's an old classic that you know, thought should have been included on our, you know, movie list that we did uh, like, you know, a couple months ago, like throw it in there. We'll we'll go watch it and we'll talk about it and you know, we'll have all the spoilers for y'all and it'll be awesome. Cause I, yeah, I'm Josh. the same way, like I cannot sit there it for me, I can sit there and watch a movie, right? Like I like I like movies, I, but I cannot pick my own movie. I'm oh, terrible never. at it. I can never. never find the movie that I want to watch ever, and it just ends up to me watching American Dad is is really what what it boils down to. And every time, and uh, Lindsay hates me for it, and you know nobody's perfect, but yeah, I just need y'all to start telling me what movie to watch, and we can talk about it, and it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, I feel like it'll be a good segment, too, that we can do, like, on our Sunday night when we record, just because that'll give us the weekend. And, uh, yeah, I'm the same way. I go to watch a movie, I scroll for 30 minutes, and then I just put it on New Girl or The Office, and yep, that's it. I watch the same episodes I've watched 150 times. The same ones. I couldn't tell you how many how many times I've gone all the way through American Dad. I mean, it's probably like legit, like fifteen to twenty times. Ever since, ever since I was at at Marion was when I started watching it because it was on Netflix and I was using um, my roommate's login. So that was uh, the fall of twenty fifteen, and I have always had it rolling since, just nonstop. So. I don't know. It's uh, just who I am. It's what I do. And I've heard, you know, it's a weird thing. I've heard that that's like a uh, like an ADHD kind of deal. Like you just go because you know it's already going to happen, and like you can you don't really have to focus, but you know you're still entertained. I I don't know. I don't really get it. But you always go back to the same shows. Like you never really pick like new stuff. Like it's tough. Yeah. To pick new stuff. Yep. This so. is my main problem. I will go ahead and just put a lot of money on it that when we post this, I might try to find a way to like make a graphic just because. And uh, I would guarantee Josh and Caleb, one of them two says Tombstone. That'll be their first comment. Yeah. That'll be a good one. That'll Have be you ever seen one. it? No, but I know it's Me a either. legend. Legendary movie. There's a lot of movies, man, I haven't seen. I need... I'm excited for this. We should do. Uh, we should get real weird and just go like YouTube Live, <laughs> just watch it together. <laughs> I don't know about all that. That's a lot of time you got. That's that we gotta have free at the same time. But 
no, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Other than that, last thing I've got is just I'll like with the movie thing, we're trying to get y'all involved as much as possible. The people that are listening, because we, I mean, we have a pretty like cult following almost. I would say yeah. to where we've got a good amount of people that listen to every single episode. So right. send us topics, send us questions, send us things you want to hear us answer, things you want to hear us talk about. Definitely, like we we do appreciate y'all listening every time. And it, and it can be anything, man. You run down the road, you have like a shower kind of thought, you know, like, is water wet? Well, let's find out. Let's debate it. Let's talk about it. I'm, I'm always open. I'm, I got a pretty open mind. You know, we definitely explore different thoughts and stuff. You know, we can get in, we can get real deep if you want. So, yeah. let's get it. But, but that's all I've got. Yeah, that, that wraps me up too. So, let's have a good week. Let's attack on Monday today. Um, let's just get after this week. It's almost it's it's almost football season, man. Three weeks or two. We're, we're in there. the we're in the two weeks and and five days, man. We're so close. So let's let's get after it this week, and we'll we'll be uh, one week, five days, in a week from now. So let's get it. I like that. Yeah, I love you guys. All right. Yeah.